0: blog talk radio
1: you're listening to rolling tow with trucking experts kevin and mike beckett this is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck
2: we'll talk about avoiding wear and tear knowing your suspension and axles and how to
1: get more mileage from your tires we're on the audio road
2: let's get rolling Well, good evening. This is Mike. Yeah, this is Kevin. And I hope our system's working because we had to make a last minute switch of computers. So do me a favor. We've got somebody in here. What's that first area code there? 312. No? Okay, go ahead and pick 312 Yeah and let's talk to him right away. All right. Hello, 312. Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can hear can
3: you.
2: Can... Oh, excellent. All right. Very good. Excellent. I'm going to put you back on hold while we do our introduction discussion and we'll get right back to you. Okay?
3: Yeah. Sounds good. All right.
2: Thank you. Bye. All right. So our okay. mics work, our headphones right. work. The headphones work. We're on the air. Thank goodness we had to switch computers because the other computer crashed, and, and it was a frantic half hour getting everything put together. So this... Yes, it um, it's been a couple of weeks?
1: Been a, been, yeah, at least a couple.
2: A couple of weeks. We had Easter, we and then we had Easter. the trade show that we didn't do it, yeah. and now we're back. And 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 my goodness, we've even changed the uh, operation. We did. We We finally... Our MD alignment service again. Yes. We are doing alignments again, <sighs> finally. Right. Uh, what happened was in 86, I started a mobile alignment business here in Central Iowa. Yep. And I ran it for 10 years. And then in 96, we really got serious into selling equipment and stuff. And so I sold this local alignment business off to a friend of mine, Rick Lancaster. And he ran the alignment business for a bunch of years. And then his son came in with him, and they ran it for a bunch of years. They own This year, Dale decided he wanted to quit going around mobile. He wanted to have a regular, steady job. His wife wanted insurance and all that stuff. So he took a job with a major fleet here in Des Moines. And this week, we bought the alignment business back off of him. Right. So now I will be primarily doing. Kevin Beckett will be the alignment guy. Again. Yes, again. And we're not competing with our customers because we bought him out. We bought them out. We yeah. are the mobile alignment service of Central Life. And I'm, I'm excited about having that back. Good. I really am. <laughs> I, I think this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And, um, and um, like that. Like that. You know, that's, that's
1: the story. That's the news story. That's the new news.
2: Yeah, we're still going to be building equipment, still do training, still do the podcast, still right. all the other stuff. But we're also actually doing alignments again. Yeah, I had
1: the flu late last week.
2: You did, but I okay. still went ahead and
1: I got my first alignment in already. You did it Sunday today. Morning.
2: Got a call from a guy needed an alignment today because yeah. he had to
1: head out tomorrow. So. Head out tomorrow, so you had to do it today. Went up and got it done.
2: All right, well, folks, um, I don't know of anything new and exciting. The uh, Matt show was very interesting. There were very few OEs there. Goodyear wasn't there. Michelin really wasn't there. Bridgestone wasn't there at all. Uh, the only truck manufacturers there were Peterbilt, Kenworth, and Mack. Huh. Um, but it was still a good show. There was lots of people there. Yeah. Uh, those big booths that the OEs had were taken up by trailer people and other people who just moved their stuff and spread them out and had big spaces. Yeah. And we were still out in the barn with the rest of the 10x10 booth guys <laughs> and uh, having a good time. Got That's where we a, belong. Yeah, in the, in the barn. We got to see a lot of friends. Good people came by. And so now we're going to try and answer some questions. Our first caller is in the three one two area code, which we didn't look up. But I'm going to bet that's not a real number anyway, because it's eight 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 zero
1: zero 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 after that.
2: Well, give me give me a guess on what a three one two is.
1: Three one two. I'm going
2: to go with uh, La, Illinois, and I think it's Chicago, Chicago. Area. I think. Let's find hey. out.
1: All right, let's see what he's, what's really going on here.
2: Hello, three one two.
3: You're back. Well. Well, I'm glad at least one of you remembered that from last time that three one two is Chicago, and uh, I looked it up on the list. LA. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we we've been over this before. We've been over this. before. Cool.
2: <laughs> cool. So what's up, buddy?
3: Um, yeah. So the last time I talked to you guys. Um, we discussed my tire wear and everything, and you suggested it might be from a loose Kingpin and, um, I took it into my shop and they did say, yeah, the Kingpin is slightly loose. Um, and I got to the point where I had to, I had to swap out the tires. They just weren't DOT anymore. Um, but I haven't, I'm kind of trying to decide, you know, it's going to be about eleven, twelve hundred dollars to, um, you know, replace that Kingpin. But, you know, I could probably get 150,000, 175,000 miles out of a set of $400 tires. I wouldn't replace or, you know, it, I mean, so
1: Mike's over here saying, why, why are you replacing it?
3: Okay, so, yeah, I, I guess you you guys agree that I just should just let it go and, and not replace mm-hmm. it until... Um, it's not like
1: it's going to get tighter. At some point, you're going to end up... It is going to
2: get, get looser, but it could be five years before it gets it enough be, looser to be, be a
1: problem. problem. Wait until
2: um, it's Okay, done. yeah. Until the cost so that, exceeds what you're losing,
3: right,
2: right. until the, the, what you're losing okay. exceeds the cost to replace, don't put it in.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So that, that leads me to my next question is do you think if I, say, uh, you know, swapped, like flipped my tires every, you know, 15,000, 20,000 miles, if I rotated, the, you know, would that help? Would that extend things?
2: Um, I don't know that i go 15 or 20. That's too fast. I'd be going somewhere around 40.
3: Okay, I was just thinking every PM. So you're thinking like every other – because I, I do my PMs at 15,000, so you're, you're thinking every other PM.
2: Every other is where I would go. Now, the reason I'm saying that is the labor to change those wheels and rims is not a big deal. But the wear and tear on the lug nuts and the bolts is.
3: It's, okay.
2: Every time you take that bolt apart and put it back together, it's going to be, the threads are going to get some more wear. You're going to get some more looseness in it. You're re-stretching the bolt again. I would try to keep that down.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Go. Thank you very much.
2: Not a problem, buddy. Good luck to you. Have a good day. You,
3: right. Yep. Good. You too. Bye. Bye. All right.
2: Okay, now we need to mark that, that it's Illinois, because otherwise we'll forget. We'll forget. But it doesn't stay marked. Well, it'll stay marked for the rest of the evening, and that's a start. (laughs) And he left anyway. Oh well. Okay. All right. We do have another question or a comment there. By the way, if any of you have questions or comments, feel free to push one on your phone dial, and your phone will blow up, and we don't have to talk to you. Right. That is how it works, isn't it? Something like that. Something like that. Okay. All right. Very good. And this area code is? 647. 647. And do you have a guess? My guess is? You're wrong. Kentucky. Ontario. There we go. It's a Canadian.
1: All right. It could be a scam. You never know.
2: Nah. Nah. I don't believe that. All right. Let's let's see what our Canadian friends have to say. All right.
4: Hello. Hello? I, uh... Good evening. Yeah, it's uh, Canadian, Ontario.
2: Ontario. Um, I
4: got a yeah. I got a uh, Peterbilt um with a low air leaf suspension. Okay. The, the uh new or the, the alignment What been, year? uh ninety seven.
2: Okay. Oh it's the old low low air leaf. Okay, fine. Got it.
4: And um the uh, uh alignment's been the best that it's ever been. Uh huh. Yeah, great mileage on the steers. Okay. Up until just up until about a month ago, at the at the end of the winter, after the freezing, the thawing, and then these uh, snow plows,
1: just it feels, the, still feels uh, like winter down like here.
4: here. <laughs> yeah. Well. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I, I was in Wisconsin uh, last week. Yeah, they, they got a pretty big uh, snow snowstorm yeah. there just a few days ago. I think some roofs even caved sickness. in.
2: Yeah, see, what we do here in Des Moines I, is yeah. we set up these great big fans on our roofs, yeah. and we blow the air to the northeast <laughs> so Wisconsin gets it. Hey, you might have seen those fans out <laughs> in the, the fields. Yeah. you seen them out in the fields, those big yeah. things going
4: around? Yeah, we're
2: blowing the Right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's working. It's working yeah. for you guys, so... <laughs>
2: Okay, so you hit some rough roads.
4: Yeah. yeah and and now yeah. your your I tires some... are going to shit? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the truck all of a sudden it's pulling right and uh-huh. uh three, about about three to four seconds so it'll put me off off in the ditch. And uh, you know, like three, three to four seconds with no hands. I power washed the, the truck today, got all the salt and dirt, everything off. Looked all around it to see if I could find any uh, any marks on something that that may be moved or uh, you know something that that broke on the front uh-huh. and the back. The rim edge on on the rear drives on the left, on the right. Uh, because usually I, I measure them regularly, they seem to be yeah. about the same. I, I don't think anything's moved in the back. Okay. Is it possible any anything has moved in the front? I mean, I, I looked. I don't see anything broken. Or uh, the the only thing I did see broken was uh, a week ago was one of the small U bolts on the um, the, on right the back end. Front. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, but those things break, and I don't get excited, put them back on, and, and, and they're to keep, yeah. at the front end of that rear leaf spring, it bends over a bolt and has two cap screws that go into it, right?
4: Right. Right, exactly. Okay,
2: that exactly. small U-bolt is to keep the leaf spring clamped down so that it doesn't flex too much and break those cap screws off.
4: Yeah.
1: Correct, okay. Okay, right.
2: so I'm not worried about that. Um,
1: I would check for feathering.
2: Is there feathering in your steer tire, and specifically, what is the wear pattern you're seeing in your steer tires? Right. Okay.
4: Both steer tires. It's the far right rib that is wearing down faster than the rest of the tire, okay. and I I did notice a bit of feathering on the right steer.
2: And that's as you pulled your hand out.
4: Uh. Correct. That's correct. Okay. That's right. It's right. smooth going in, and it's sharp okay. coming out.
2: Okay, you definitely have a rear-end alignment that's wrong. Yes, that's now, a
1: small issue. the
2: only thing I worry about on the low-air-leaf style is if the bushings, where all the bolts are that hold that leaf spring to the hanger, if the bushings in there have gotten bad.
3: Right. And what you do is okay.
2: you take a pry bar. I...
3: Go ahead.
4: Yeah. Okay, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I figure I'll I'll, I'll just save you a little bit of work. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm actually very, very familiar with that. I've I've, I've owned a truck for the past 21 years. And last Mm -hmm. summer, I put all polyurethane bushings in there. Okay. Poly.
1: If they're still good.
4: Yeah. (laughs) The, The only thing is, is once I put the poly in last summer, because it's hard to compress... One of them, I kept, it it, it didn't fully tighten all the way in. So one of them, I just kept prying on it with a bar until I actually broke that spring guy. And then I had to replace it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I learned, (laughs) yeah. And then I learned, okay, you know what? I mean, because poly is much harder than rubber, uh, it cannot fully compress. So I put them in last summer. Maybe about a month afterwards, I tried tightening them a bit, and then I have not touched them since. But some of them kind of stick out. That is the okay, thing here, I was thinking of doing.
2: Well, here's what I'm here's what I'm worried about in the way I test it. Come in from behind the spring hanger. There's an opening there that the spring goes through. Uh-huh. Stick a pry bar in there. Put something down to act as a fulcrum, and pull down on the pry uh-huh. bar. Now, if the bushings are good, everything will feel solid. If the bushing's bad, they'll go up and down.
4: Yeah, Like uh, about a half inch.
2: Yes. As long as they're solid, then I don't worry about it.
4: You know Uh. what? I did that, yeah. I I do that. And uh, Uh even after I put the new bushing in there, Mm
5: -hmm. I do that so so
4: that in the future, when I want to recheck it, I'll know Uh pretty much... uh, and even it was with the new bushings, yeah. it, it does that. It it's, it's yeah. still moves up and down.
2: You get a little bit of flex, but not a lot. Yeah, have, yeah, the difference between an
1: eighth of an inch of throw and a half inch of throw is a good and a bad bushing.
2: Right. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Because the spring will flex when you're prying on it. But if the bushing and the arm physically goes up and down, well, okay, i got nothing holding me anymore. The other problem I've had with those when I rebush them, where the rubber or the polyethylene bushings go in, in the middle yeah. of that piece they're going into is supposed to be a metal ridge. Right. And we we found For that if, if yeah, the bushing gets worn and it goes down too far and it wears out the bottom of that metal ridge, then it never really mounts up properly and you never get a good fit. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay? So there, yeah. is, so there is a possible okay. problem there. All right. So basically, let's assume that you pride it. Yeah, everything's tight. Okay. You simply need an alignment. Yeah. Okay?
1: It might only be. You said it takes three or four seconds before it gets uh, over the white
2: line or to the ditch or to
3: the ditch. Yeah. Uh, okay. The,
4: the, uh, about about three or four seconds until, until it gets over the white line on the right where it wants to put me on the shoulder. Yeah.
2: Sure. Now, how many miles are on those steer tires?
4: Well, the one I just took off I got great mileage. It was about two hundred thousand miles on a, a Yokohama. I mean that's the most yeah. I've ever got on this truck. But these yeah. tires on now, I mean one of them uh boy, it's like uh, maybe uh two months. You know, let's say maybe about uh maybe about twenty 2,000 uh, about 22 yeah. or 24,000 miles
2: yeah we we need to get an alignment done on that, <laughs>
4: that <is> now there's <laughs> there's one other possibility
2: and and it would what do you haul uh
4: reefer generally uh yeah y- usually when i go to the u.s i'm 80,000 pounds and then okay. sometimes when i move around. In Canada, I'm lighter, about probably you know maybe sixty or seventy thousand. Okay that 000.
2: that doesn't that doesn't bother me. You're hauling a refiller, which means you're going to a dock and you're bumping against a dock, right? Correct. And do you ever, when you get to the dock, have to turn the tractor sideways because you're blocking a passage?
4: Um, not too often, but. Not too often, but yeah, but but once in a while I, I do park like that, and because because you know for certain reasons it's a tight dock or something, and right. then I notice everything kind of twisted in the back there.
2: And what can happen in a twist like that? You leave that Peter car parked like that for three or four hours, you can put a twist uh-huh. in the frame, and the twist in the frame uh-huh. will give you a right pull in the conditions you've got. So you need to take a look at that before you take it to an alignment. It's very simple. You have the truck disconnected from the trailer. You park it on some reasonably uh-huh. flat ground. You stand behind uh-huh. the truck 20, 30 feet, and you look yeah. at the cab, and you look at the very back crossmember where your brake lights are bolted on. Okay?
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, okay. if that
2: crossmember and the cab are parallel to each other, the frame's not twisted. Mm-hmm. But let's say the cab is leading a little bit to the left, and let's say that cross member is leaning a little bit to the right, you have a twisted frame, and that will cause exactly what you've got.
1: Right. If you can see it, it's bad.
2: Yeah, if you can see it, it's bad.
4: Yeah, you know what? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And
2: an alignment no. an Alignment's not going to fix that.
1: No. But you might Is, be able to uh, okay. if, the way you put – go ahead.
4: Yeah, yeah just – uh, yeah, Kevin, he was going to say, like, it just reverse the way I park. Like, it yes. turn, it the, the, the other way, load it against the dock for three or four hours, and see, like, it yes. straightens itself out.
2: Yes. <laughs> right. That's exactly how you put it right on
4: the other side of the frame.
2: And once you get those two parallel to each other, don't do that again
4: right <laughs> when they when you get in a situation where they say
2: you got to turn it sideways, and so no, I'll unhook and park across the street,
4: yeah, got it, I oh. that
2: works easier with
1: internationals and freightliners because their frames are kind of wobbly. The internationals,
2: international Freightliners and Peterbilts will all do this oh, Kenworth has less tendency because the the gussets and cross members have slots in them so the bolts can slide ah. the others will damage the gussets.
4: Wow. Right. Well so, that's the situation. So um uh, okay, so thank you. And just real quick, so okay, so in case if the frame is twisted, so uh-huh. does does that mean uh like uh, so what? Just 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 learn to live with it and change tires? Or
2: is no, it re-, par- re
4: repairable
2: No, we were dead serious. Park the truck the other way.
4: Yeah. Oh okay, put, uh, put the oh, okay. put pressure
2: on the frame in the opposite direction. <laughs> because
3: that's exactly oh, okay. what a frame
2: shop is going to do. You take it into a frame shop, and they're going to twist the whole frame the other direction, let it sit there for an hour, and then see if it straightens out. Right, they're they, going to charge you three, $4,000. Right.
1: They'll use hydraulic rams and everything, but you could just use a trailer
2: in a, uh, an angled parkway. And... and you could fix it yourself.
4: Okay, you know what? Yeah, so I'll, I'll check if I notice that. I'll wait until mm-hmm. I have like one of those, uh, you know, eighty thousand pound loads, and then I'll, yep. I'll, I'll just uh, park like uh, for the night in the back corner of a truck stop, on on, on a jackknife turned angle like that, except in the opposite direction.
2: Well, just remember the trailer has to be downhill and the truck has to be on flat ground.
4: Right.
1: Ah. Uh-huh. To give it the weight. Got the it. difference.
2: And it only takes two three hours Got to it. fix it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like is it like cooking? Wow. Or can you over? Overbake it well yeah if you twisted it and left it there overnight you could have a left twist
4: <laughs> yeah oh i got it yeah. yeah yeah all right so yeah i'll i'll have a look at that and then i'll take it from there
2: yes yeah. it, so, and if the uh, frame is straight and the bushings are straight you just need an alignment
4: yep oh okay <laughs> great All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, show, and um, I always enjoy listening to you guys. Thank you very much, and have a good evening. You're
2: more than welcome, buddy. Have a good day. All
4: right. Thanks for coming. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.
2: And for those of you that are looking for a place for an alignment, you can always go to our website, mdalignment.com. Go to the Shop Locator tab. It'll show you a map. You can either pick the Canadian provinces or the U.S. state and it will give you a list of the shops in that state that we recommend. Yep. And we're always trying to edit that to make sure that we've got good shops because people change jobs and things happen, and then all of a sudden we don't have a good guy, like we almost had here in Des Moines.
1: Yeah, well, we got his phone number, so. Yeah,
2: we took over it. Same phone number. We can do it. (laughs) Okay, folks.
1: I could also have mentioned, after he has done that, or in lieu of doing that, you can rotate tires. But he was already getting that where at about 20,000 miles, you said.
2: Yeah, he's, he's, that's just too he's got a serious problem. He's got to fix it
1: and then rotate his
2: tires. Yeah, significant problem. Yep. Okay, next phone area code. Uh,
1: 940. 940, your choice. Uh, misery, Texas. Okay. Texas. Well, that, that's the nickname for Texas, isn't it? Misery.
2: No. <laughs> no? No. no. Oh, okay. No, oh, Angus Lone Star, or something no, like that. You no, know, Texas is where all my exes live.
1: Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Well, where do you think he's calling from then?
2: Uh, Texas? Tennessee? No, Texas. <laughs> all right. Oh, Hello. Texas. Hello. How you doing?
6: It's it is a Texas area code, but I'm actually in Oklahoma right now. Oh, a traitor!
2: He's in Oklahoma. <laughs> What
6: I have is I have a 2014 Freightliner Cascadia, and the inside of the drive tires are cupping, and it's only the very inside rib. Yes, they do that. It's had a three axle. It's had a three axle alignment, and somebody suggested it's not alignment.
2: It's a okay. Somebody suggested that it shocks. Nope, it's not shocks. No, it's a two piece problem. Yeah, there's two possible problems here, Right. okay? There's only two okay. things to do this. One, if the wheel bearings are loose in the rear end of the truck, that will cause cupping on the inside edge.
6: Okay, because it's commonly, doing it on all four.
2: Yeah, right. more commonly what's wrong is that you bought the truck and you got a 9.5 millimeter thick housing, which is the light 20,000 pound housing.
1: It's the standard anymore. And as
2: you drive down the road with these nice, low-rolling resistance, fuel-efficient tires, and you hit bumps in the road, the axle is flexing in the middle and causing the tires to wiggle-woggle, and they chop the inside edge off the inside tire.
1: Now, this didn't used to show up as tire wear.
2: Now, I suspect that you've got either a Meritor or a Detroit brand axle underneath it. Okay? And on top On top of the differential housing, if you walk up to the back of the truck and look at the top of the diff housing, clean the dirt off, it will be marked with a stamp of either 9.5 or 11 millimeter. The 11 millimeter doesn't give us the problem. The 9.5 does. 9.5.
6: You're right. 9.5.
2: You've got the light axle. I think this
6: problem worried something was wrong with it.
2: Nope. Nope. If 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 you buy another truck... Try and get the 11 millimeter housing because it doesn't do that shit. Right. Now, okay. The dr- the drawback to the 11 millimeter housing is that it's 15 pounds heavier.
1: Yep. So if you can't deal with the 15 wow. pounds,
2: the well, beer. it's actually 30 pounds because there's two axles.
1: Right. You might have to lose some weight yourself.
2: Carry a less, one less case of beer. One less case of beer. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <Not laughs>
1: <done over here.
2: laughs>
6: Well, you know, I've been after the John. tire guy here and the mechanic.
7: You know, let's get this fixed. Let's get this fixed. If there's no fixing it, I'll quit chasing it.
2: There right. is no fix. Um, the only thing you could do now, if you're really worried about fuel economy, you're going to buy the low rolling resistance, fuel efficient, premium tires everybody's selling now. Right. If you don't well, care don't about that, I have
0: that
6: on here.
2: Almost everybody so, does. If you're willing to go to the older standard tires, which are not SmartWay certified, and they, they don't give as good a fuel economy, they don't cup like that. Right.
1: This cupping only started occurring when they started making the low-rolling resistance tires. Okay. Before that, we would see this, and it was a loose bearing.
2: Yeah. Before before okay. 2005, the only thing did this was a wheel bearing. Yeah. But then as we'd gone into the low-rolling resistance tires, they all do this. Right. Now, if you went back, now I'm going to go back a bunch of years, and if you went back to the Bridgestone 726 drive tire, yeah, not the 726 mm-hmm. EL, the EL cupped, the 726 didn't. Right. If you could go back to that tire, you wouldn't have the cupping anymore.
1: Right. They would have, we'd see fleets with the 726 on half of their tracks, they don't have the problem. The newer tracks have the 726 EL, same axle, same everything.
2: That one's cupping. Right.
1: That was, that was. A,
3: that now, I've heard. heard okay. All this
2: I have heard, I don't have any proof of this, but DoubleCoin, which is a Chinese import, makes a non-low rolling resistance fuel efficient tire. And I hear it doesn't cup like that.
6: Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I doubt I could get this company to go to them tires. Well,
2: there
0: you go.
6: But at least you know what it is. (laughs) At
0: least you
6: know. Yeah, I'll quit worrying about it. Exactly. My big thing was I thought there was something wrong with the truck. Nope,
2: nothing wrong with the truck. The only thing you could do with what you've got is every once in a while have them flip that tire on the rim. Yeah. Okay.
6: All right. You could. Okay, buddy. All right. Thank you very much.
2: You have a great day and drive safe.
6: All right. You too.
1: Bye. Bye. All right. Okay. we've We've had Ontario. Yes. We've had Illinois.
2: Illinois and we've had Texas. Texas, Texas.
1: We've handled the middle of the country, and he was
2: in Oklahoma.
1: And he was in Oklahoma. There yes. you go. All
2: right, we have another one there. What
1: do we do 219.
2: What 219?
1: Two, one, nine,
2: What's your guess? What's your guess? Come on, Ohio. Close Indiana. Indiana, just one state away. It's only this much on the map. This
1: this is that close. Is
2: he in? Is he in Indiana?
1: No, it's you can't.
2: He's in Florida.
1: Yeah, yes, there. Everybody's in Florida. Everybody's
2: in Florida. Let's see what two one nine says. Hello? Hello,
7: Indiana. Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, We're doing. Indiana's good. Indiana's right, and I'm actually headed towards uh, Colorado on I eighty in the snow.
2: Yes. Are you Are you in yeah, if
7: he's in, in the snow eastern Iowa? East of us. Uh, mile marker one ninety eight. One ninety eight. Uh, yeah, probably stopped at <laughs> Newton if there's room. Okay. Well,
2: but, well, we're in Des Moines at exit one forty two. Yep. So just wave as you I go by. Ju-
7: I, I might I might <laughs> swing in there in the morning. <laughs> there, you go.
2: there you go. The flying is it the flying J? Who's got their truck uh, stuff? It used to be Bosselman's. Whatever, whatever took over for yeah, Boseman. whatever.
7: Okay, pilot
2: pilot that's who it is so what's up
7: so well you know after i sit here and listen to you guys talk and stuff and go back over everything that's happened with my truck i've mm-hmm. got uh, my left uh front is cupping on the inside yeah uh it was on the right side and that was the outer edge and then i mm-hmm. i did have tie rods Ends replaced and alignment done, and uh, so I'm thinking now, was that from the tie rod starting to go bad that uh, tie rod ends starting to go bad that could have started the cupping? I run Centromatics. I got Road King shocks.
2: And what are you doing for balance?
7: <laughs> uh, Centromatics. Oh, that's right. You said
2: Centromatics. What's the matter with you, Mike? Yes. He's, he said centromatics. I heard that. Never mind. Okay. Um, if you walk up to the two steer tires, and, and you could do it now while you're in the snow because nobody will see you doing it. You get out of the truck, you yeah. run alongside it, and you feel the steer tires. Okay?
1: You might want yeah. to slow down.
2: No, you can do it at high speeds. I've done it. You slide your hand <laughs> back and forth across and see if there's any feathered wear. If it's sharp one way, smooth the other way. Okay? If yeah. there's no feathered wear, then the odds are this started before you had everything fixed. If there is feathered wear, it means that they didn't get the alignment set right.
7: Yeah, well, I I I did I did have, well, I ended up I had it aligned in Indiana. Yeah. Drove it to the west coast and it was pulling really bad to the left. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, wanted to dive into other people's lanes, which, okay. Nice. So, yeah. and, uh, went back to the same shop. They reset it They mm-hmm. They had had their machine recalibrated between the uh-huh. first time and the second time.
2: Uh-huh. And
7: then after talking to you guys, I ended up at a shop in Las Vegas. It was, according to him was still a little bit out. And, but it shouldn't have been pulling, so we reversed that left front tire, and that mm-hmm. pretty much canceled the pull. Okay. And, uh, and, but, so that was, uh geez, last fall, mid-summer, somewhere's in there. Uh, I well, don't geez, have how the figures. geez, how many miles
2: are on these tires?
7: Well, you know. I'd I'd have to sit down and figure it out. They've been on for a while, over a year. Well, the one, course then I had some bad luck and hit something and ruined a perfectly good tire. So
2: I've never done that. Now I've got,
7: yeah, yeah, yeah that was really <laughs> a bump deal. Lost a rim and a tire, so that was not a fun deal. Right. But uh, so you know, but after sitting here thinking, I'm. The cupping could have started because it was on the outside edge on the right front where the tie yep. rod was bad. Could
2: yep. that have yep.
7: started the cupping?
2: Absolutely. And, now, and it could have been so and now subtle. Now I'm
7: just you, noticing it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it could have been so subtle you couldn't see it. But once it starts, it just keeps magnifying. That's why I'm interested if there's feathered wear on the tire now. With all the alignment. I don't think there doing,
7: is. Yeah. Okay, then I'm not worried about I, I, alignment. So uh, it it drives pretty good. I mean, it's yep. got just a slight pull to the right.
2: Everybody um, does.
7: Yeah. yeah. So.
2: Now, If there's no feathered wear, just call it as previous damage, and it sounds like you got a lot of miles on him anyway. What brand is the tire?
7: Well, the Michelin's and uh, okay, and uh, the tire that's in question uh was a regional because it's a twenty four five uh he- right the heavy rated tire and that's all I could come up with when I replaced them originally
5: mm-hmm.
7: and uh I had already had the road king shocks on and already had the Centromatics uh so but now I've got a uh you know long haul tire on the one side and Mm-hmm. the regional on the, uh, other side, you know, just.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. I, I wouldn't get excited about it at all. I'd drive it until it's not DOT safe and I'd put another tire on.
7: Yep. Okay. Other than that, uh, you know, and that's it, you know, I, I sit there and I see it and then I was like, Oh, geez. And you know, I'm trying to do everything right. And, yep. uh, and then something like that happens and it just throws everything out the window more or less, but you know, yeah. it's still getting some good mileage and I'll I'll figure good. it out and give you a call at another time and let you know how much I'm getting on it. It's uh but
2: If they've been uh, on if that tire's been on a year, do you think it's been a year?
7: Over Oh year? yeah. Over Okay a year. and
2: you're and you're driving hundred and twenty thousand miles a year easily. Oh yeah. Okay, that tire's got a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty thousand miles on it. You you don't need to shed any tears about that tire. Nope. It turned its
7: money. Well, that's, that's you know, it's it's, it's 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 just when you see it and you know, it's like, damn it, you try to do everything right and you <laughs> still end up getting snake bit, you know? That's it, like it when does you that. you run over a end of a strap in the road and you're not even doing 10 mile an hour, and it takes out a tire and a wheel, you know, that's perfectly good.
2: Yeah. My car, now I I realize my car is not the same cost for tires as yours, but I had a brand new Toyota Camry. I had less than 5,000 miles on it. I was driving through St. Louis, and somebody dropped a chunk of steel off his truck and took out my left front tire. Bam, gone. It's the way life
7: is. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was it. The only reason I was on that road is because I was loading cars at a car show, and yep. uh, somebody took the keys home, so I had to go out and park for the night. Uh-huh. So I not only not only lost a lot of hours a whole night, and then I lost a tire and a wheel, so that really stung.
2: <laughs> there's a thousand. There's a thousand dollars. Yeah.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah.
2: So. Alrighty, buddy. We love you have listening to
7: you guys on uh, Sundays, uh, uh, and so uh, it really makes sense when down you down. sit there and listen and talk. So,
2: Well, thank you. And Thanks. don't forget, you can, for you, can st- you can stream our programs anytime by going to your favorite podcast supplier and looking for the Rolling Toe program. There's 108 episodes you can listen to anytime you want.
7: Yep, great, we're out there. Alrighty. All righty, all right. Thanks, Thank guys. You, have a great night. Right. Bye, bye. Thanks for calling.
2: Okay, that was that was a decent call. That was, but I don't think he's got a problem.
1: Uh, not one that we're going to fix. No,
2: no. Okay, so the next area code we have is
1: the six hundred one. Is that not Tennessee?
2: No, that is Mississippi.
1: Mississippi. No. okay, you're right. Yep,
2: Mississippi. I Let's. And 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 he cannot be in Mississippi,
1: uh, because
2: there's not much in Mississippi. Not, not a whole lot. Well, well now wait a, a minute. If I had a choice between being in Des Moines, Iowa, right now, and being be in, in Mississippi, Mississippi, I'd rather be in Mississippi. Yeah, because it's snowing here.
1: <laughs> Some bit. We're having a ridiculous spring.
2: All right, let's see if where he's at.
1: Alright
5: Hello, Mississippi. Hello, this is Alex uh, from Mississippi, but I'm in Denver, Colorado. Colorado, okay. He's got a Rocky Mountain high going. Yeah, almost. Cool. What's through. up? Yeah, I've been listening to your show learning a lot. Thank you very much. And uh, on my trailer, one tire on the inside and uh, inside uh, wear on the inside of the tire and is started doing capping. So I'm thinking maybe uh-huh. it's a uh, loose uh, bearing there could very well be a
2: loose bearing because it's just one of them. Normally, if you have the Hendrickson suspension with the 6-inch diameter axle, that's the light axle, and it flexes, it tends to get all of them.
1: All four, yeah.
2: Yeah. So if you're just losing one on the inside, it's probably a loose wheel bearing.
5: Yeah. Or there's a tire issue. See, when I pick up this trailer with all the tires, they all wear inside with a cap. And and it's Hendrickson suspension I look at. Yep. and But right now, they're all wearing out on the inside, but only one tire has capping. So I'm thinking... Is, maybe it on the, up there. is it on the
2: left side of the trailer?
5: No, it's on the passenger side, on the front axle. Ah,
2: okay. That, that could be just the axle flex, because... All right, now the reason I was going for the left side... The tires on the left side, as you're driving down the road, rotate counterclockwise, and that tends to loosen the wheel bearing nut.
1: Right. Whereas the op- opposite side is tightening. Yes.
2: Yeah. So we have more easier. loose bearing problems on the right on the left side, and less on the right side. The the, le- the right side of the trailer, because of the crown of the road, is actually carrying more weight, and we tend to get more flexing problems there. Could just be that you've got the Hendrickson with a large tube. And that side's getting the worst
5: abuse.
1: Now, is this is this a newer trailer?
5: No, it's 15 year old trailer. I, I changed the shoes. I maintain well, but it's old, 15 year old. Right, right. Well, then, right. There could be a bearing. It
2: still could be a bearing. Now, the There's easiest no way problem. to check the bearing is simply jack up that wheel position, leave the other side of the axle on the ground, mm-hmm. make sure the brakes are released, grab the top of the tires with both hands, and push in and let it pop back out, and if it goes clunk, clunk, the bearing's loose.
5: Yep. Yes. I have okay. one more question about the drive tire, if you don't mind, please. Well, I'm going to charge you double for this one. Yeah. Okay, I will pay you back with uh, something I can share, how I can fix the vibration on the liner.
1: Perfect. Nice. Perfect. We love it. All right, let's do this.
5: Okay. So on my drives, they were out pretty evenly, and everything kind of looked cool. But the 9.5 millimeter kick axle. But and right now, I'm just seeing on the outside edge, it's getting round. All tires, all rounded. Even the tire on the inside getting that kind of like somebody just sh- uh, shave it off a little bit with a file. But on the inside edge is perfectly sharp.
2: Is it mostly on the rear drive axle as opposed to the front drive axle?
5: The All four of them doing exactly the same thing. Are these wide-base tires or duals? duels? Duals. Duals.
2: This is kind of yeah. interesting. What position do you run your fifth wheel in? Is it dead center between the two or is it a little bit forward?
5: I have like a three empty holes in the front and many empty holes in the back. Uh huh. So, But I'm worried about where the fifth wheel pin sets.
2: Is the pin from the trailer directly between the two drive axles or is it a little bit in front?
5: Okay, let me see. One
2: second.
5: Uh It's a little bit up front. Okay. <laughs> the it's rounding. It's between, uh, between, between the axles, I'm sorry, but it's a little bit up front. Okay, but it's pretty much in between, right? Yeah. It's not in the center in between. It's more like up a, a front in between.
2: Five, six inches?
5: Yeah, maybe something okay. like that. Okay,
2: is the rounding on the rear axle worse than the rounding on the front axle?
5: Okay.
1: As uh. is right there. We can find that. Yeah.
5: uh. Yeah. It's kind of like the same, and just, yeah, it's kind
2: of
1: the same
5: to me. Okay.
2: Do you do a lot of turning
5: and local delivery, or are you running light? Yeah. No, I do a lot of, I do customer delivery, and I go tight holes, too.
2: Okay, that's it. Because you're turning corners, you're sliding the tires and fighting with each other when they go around corners, and that's what's rounding the shoulders off.
5: Okay. Okay. Now that's fine. You know, I uh, I call before because my uh, front liner and I talk asked many drivers about like hey your mirrors vibrate. They say yeah they vibrate. Yeah. So yeah. Be, I call ask last a question. Maybe you need balance. Maybe you need that. And then driving driving and thinking about it and I fix it for like dollar fifty a mirror. And what, what I was- did. And what I did. I went to the uh, office depot. You know, like uh, supplies for your office. Sure. You know, like when you ride with a, you know, when you write with pen, you have yeah. those uh, rubber block to erase the pen. Yes. So the, I go to the, I pay dollar fifty, I buy the eraser. It's like a black like a rectangle shape, and it's yes. a perfect a uh, wedge between mirror and the frame. <laughs> and no more vibration. <laughs>
2: Needed to wedge the mirror. Perfect. There
1: you go.
5: This is
2: actually yes. So it was a good truck with a cheap mirror. There you go. Yes, exactly. Perfect. That's a good clue, my friend. Thank you for that.
5: Yeah, right. thank you very much. I hope everybody's listening and fix that damn vibration, you know, with dollar fifty from uh, Office Depot.
2: Office Depot, got it. Don't need to spend 1000
5: on this. Thank you, buddy. you thank have a you good day much. and drive safe. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, you are
2: Cool, cool. Your mirror vibrates. Wedge the mirror.
5: Sure. Sure. Okay,
2: (laughs) cool. All right, next phone.
1: 917.
2: 917. You got a guess?
1: Uh, California.
2: New York.
1: Oh, I was only... This is the the guy up in the Finger
2: Lakes area. It's probably down in in Miami now.
1: (laughs) Everybody from New York is... Is
2: in in Miami right now.
1: All right. (laughs) Let's see what's going on. Hello?
2: Hello? New
1: York.
0: Hey Mike Kevin, thanks for taking my call. You betcha. Hey, uh, Mike, I spoke to you on Thursday about that um alignment and kingpin that Martin did here in Ocala and swap yes, in the stand box. Okay. Yes, sir. Hey, right, Florida. Um I called I called a couple of shops and um the first thing they wanted to do was to change the stand box out. Uh, uh-huh. you did tell me that it can be adjusted. Could they uh-huh. have put that adjustment in a worse position on that box?
2: I, I've never seen a worse <laughs> position. It's a pain in
0: the ass to get to. <laughs> it's amazing where they put that thing to get to. Anyhow, I, I got I got to it. Um, the slop is out of the steering wheel. Uh, I adjusted okay. it, and actually, I looked back through my records, and the box was uh, changed out five years ago. So okay. um, I, I went ahead and adjusted the slop is out of the steering wheel. It still has more adjustment that can be done if need, needed to. Perfect. But the truck is still wandering the road. What What is it that we need to fix on the truck now?
2: With that? Okay, now the question, the question is, is the truck wandering the road or are you wandering the road? Now, did Martin lower your caster or did you leave the factory caster setting?
0: I am not sure I, what he did. I think, wait a second, caster. I think he did a three point something on the caster, if I remember correctly.
2: Okay. That's good. <laughs> what we have sometimes, uh-huh. when, we get the, when we get the alignment set really close and a guy uh-huh. is used to steering the truck, they tend to keep steering the truck even though we've got it set and they're steering the truck all over the place. So what we ask them to do to find out if it's really road wandering is have you drive down the road. We don't want a bunch of traffic around you. We want you to just take one finger and hold the steering wheel. Don't push it, push it. Just hold the steering wheel and see if it will drive straight, or if you're actually putting it in by by being oversensitive to the steering.
3: Okay. No, the
0: truck. I've I've tried that before. The truck is um. It'll catch a crack or whatever, it'll move to the right, or it'll catch a crack and move to the left. It's it, it, okay, it keeps wandering the road.
2: Okay, then the toe is wrong.
0: Yeah, the catch on the, the crack. Toe is the toe needs to be in?
2: Clue there. The toe needs to be in one sixteenth.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's probably another 30
2: 32nd
1: right Well,
0: I remember when he did it, um, we had the old stair tires, obviously, on there. So I went ahead uh-huh. and put two new stair tires on there and all that stuff we did um, after the alignment was done. And then yeah. we had the, the, the slop in the steering wheel. So that was another issue, again, we were dealing with. But um, right. yeah. I am going to call him back tomorrow because he's curious to know what you recommend to do. Uh, one yep. was with the steering box, what was we was going to do with that? And the second part is, um, I did tell him. I think we have a handling problem that's going on. Um, yep. So we need to set the the, the toe in. And um, what about the caster? You said something about the caster.
2: Well, if the guy's complaining about rough ride, we reduce the caster down to two degrees. And at two degrees, two the degree. truck will tend it will tend to road wander a little worse. And since you're having that problem now, don't do it. Let's yeah. get the handling okay. problem solved first. Okay. All right.
1: Right, but you said your caster was over three,
2: so. Yeah, it's up at 337. That's not your issue then.
0: Yeah, there you go. 37. That's what he said he did. Now I remember. Yes, 37. Okay. He did.
2: Very good, buddy. Okay,
0: so we'll just tow it in, and and I'll I'll call call you guys back next week to let you know how it handles.
2: Thank you. That sounds good. No problem.
0: Bye-bye.
5: Bye. Bye.
2: Cool.
1: All right. Routine doing the job, dude. Yeah,
2: that's why you you give a warranty.
1: The guy from New York is in Florida. Yeah. He was from He's Florida. the guy. He was in Florida.
2: The, and this is why we give a warranty on our alignments, because, yeah. you know, the last perfect guy they put on a cross, I'm not up for that job. No. And so you make a mistake once in a while, or things don't work out, you've got to go back and take care of them. Yeah. Okay, cool. We have one more call. We have about nine minutes left.
1: That's, well, 11. 11 minutes.
2: 11 minutes left? I can't subtract that.
1: That's Okay.
2: okay. Where's the area code?
1: Uh, we picked up another one. Nine three one.
2: Nine three one you got a wild ass guess? Uh,
1: you said this state earlier. What you were in the state earlier?
2: You said this state earlier. You said
1: it earlier. California?
2: Tennessee. <coughs> you have a hard time keeping this straight in your head, don't you? I do. Well, that's I all right.
1: Do. Is he in Tennessee?
2: Yes, he's in Tennessee. It's a beautiful place. Beautiful
1: place. I'd be there.
2: If you're not as long as you're not in downtown Nashville. Yeah crowds traffic come on let's see what he says
1: hello tennessee
6: hello tennessee hello how you doing? Ten- tennessee up here in south dakota go figure holy cow he's in up the, the That's whole north there
3: place. So, <laughs> i got what's
6: I'm up getting that snow that it, we're pushing that snow your way so oh and we're blowing it to wisconsin All right. Oh, it hey, that'll work. I guess that's what I'll tell my I'll tell my niece that's where it came from.
2: Bad. That, yep. <laughs> yep, that's us.
6: Hey, I got a utility trailer. Um, yeah. The right rear, there are duals on there. Uh, 295, 75s, I think, is what's got on there. Um, okay. The outside rear tire, inside tread wear, you know, it's like shouldering really bad. And mm. the right, excuse me, that was the right outside, right? And the inside front is doing the same thing on the left. So that's left front inside. The inside part is just eating up on that that little you know whatever one and a half inch of uh, outside tread edge. Yeah. It's doing the same thing it's doing on the back. Is that an alignment issue?
2: Okay. Now let me, uh, I need to make it clear here.
1: Now is this a hold on? Is this a uh, a spread axle? No, it's a regular
6: trailer. Okay. Regular, regular trailer. <laughs>
2: Now, on the rear axle, on the right side, on the outside tire, but on the inside shoulder, is that what you're talking about? Yep. Yep. Between the two tires, that rib in there is what's doing it. Got it? Yep. And on the left front, on the outside tire, on the inside shoulder is doing the same thing.
6: No, the left front inside tire, inside inside shoulder wear.
3: Okay,
2: all right. The inside shoulder on the inside tire is normally either loose wheel bearing or loose or or an axle flex. Okay.
6: He, he did a, he did a wheel a wheel uh, bearing and uh, assessment. Or, you know uh, to check the Adjustment? tightness on it. You know took the cap off. He took the cap off and checked the tightness on it. And he said it was only. Uh two point zero two whatever. He said it wasn't it wasn't loose. And he said okay. uh, but you know he put the cap back on, put the wheel back in. He went to the back side, of course I had a wheel seal leak on the right side. That was my second one in a row. So uh-huh. I don't know if that's axle flex. No. Grease seal leaks.
2: leaks come from loose wheel bearings. Okay, that's what I
6: thought.
2: Yeah, most people don't know how to properly adjust a wheel bearing.
1: That's the big problem.
2: And if he took the oil cap off and put a dial indicator on there and tried to check how many thousandths loose it is, and he did it with the wheels and the drums on, he didn't find it because there's 700 pounds of weight there, and there's no way in hell he could use a dial indicator to figure out how much end play you got with the wheels on.
1: Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, you could stand the whole thing on its own.
2: Well, yeah, if we laid the truck on its side.
1: Yes, if you can get the trailer <laughs> on its side.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep it upright in the snow. The simplest way to see if the bearing is loose is like I described to an earlier listener. You jack up just that wheel, leave the other side on the ground, make sure the brakes are loose, spin the tire to make sure it'll spin okay, then grab the top of the tire with both hands, Get a good, solid stance, and push in as hard as you can, and if it clunks back out, that bearing's loose. Right,
6: like you're trying to rip the rubber yep. off the wheel.
2: Right. now.
6: Well, that's what I told him I thought it was. He goes, but if you look at the chart, the oh, outside yeah. edge of wear of a tire is, a, is an alignment issue. I said, yeah, but, you know, and mm-hmm. the inside of this one and the outside of that one, you know, I mean, the inside, uh-huh. inside, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, a
2: trailer, a
1: trailer. A trailer axle that's out of alignment Will wear every
6: single tire
2: And they'll all be feathered worn
6: And, the, and it'll be in the same
2: direction Yeah I didn't
6: feel any Major feathering or nothing going on uh, The treads look that, good except lame. for those spots
2: Yeah now do you have Hendrickson suspension on this trailer
6: I think it's Hendrickson Suspension yes And the odds are the you sticker, have a six The sticker's pulled off so
2: Yeah <laughs> Well, if you look at if you look at the adjustment where the the trailer arm comes up to the hanger, and there's a round washer there, With and an there's H a dent on. in it, you could put a half inch breaker bar in, and there's a great big H on the son of a bitch. That's a Hendrickson.
6: <laughs> That's a pretty good way to figure it out, huh? Yeah.
2: yeah. And then if the t- axle tube is six inches in diameter, that's the axle that flexes and gives us all the tire wear problems.
1: But we usually see it on all four tires. Well, all four
2: usually on tires. more positions, right. But anything right. weird can happen. Okay. okay?
6: All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for all you guys do.
2: You bet, you buddy. Good luck I'm gonna to, have
6: you. to I'm going to have to stop in there in your shop over there. Where did you say? 146 exit.
2: The uh, 142. It's uh, right by the uh, the uh, Peterbilt dealer the Old Bossman
6: shop and all that is. Old no
2: Bossman. We're we're within a mile of that.
6: Yeah. Just. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. 142. 142. Give us a call when yep. you get there. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys.
2: You bet, you buddy. Goodbye. All right. Nice. All right. Okay. We got one more call.
1: Now, can I ask you why? Go ahead. We didn't move to Nashville instead of
2: Des Moines. Oh, because I didn't want to go to Nashville. Really? Yes. (laughs) I still don't want to go to Nashville.
1: You still don't. I
2: have to go down there to train Bridgestone, and I hate it every time I go down there. Every
1: time you go down there. The traffic sucks. Yeah, well, the weather's a lot nicer.
2: Just like San Diego. We got out of (laughs) San Diego because the traffic sucks.
1: Well, I can understand that.
2: I think more
1: people should leave San Diego. Well,
2: yeah, and then dig a moat around it. What is that, 716?
1: 716. 716. That's New York. Again? Again. Well, the last one wasn't in New York, so we won't charge this guy. Okay.
2: We won't charge him he extra. This
1: doesn't count against the New Okay. All right. Uh, uh, quota.
2: Yeah. Hello, New York. Oops. Where'd he go? There he is. There it is. Everybody's moving.
6: Hello, New York. <laughs> Hello, sir. How you doing?
2: We're doing good. You sound?
6: Good. I'm down here in Maryland, so, yes, I'm, right. I, I've traded. Anyway, I called about three or four weeks ago there, just before Easter, about the uh, low-leaf suspension on a Kenworth. Yeah. And where the bushings are hammered. Yeah. Now, I've I've called a couple places, and several places recommend that I change the spring out. Do you recommend that, or do you? No. I, I don't know.
2: No. We recommend that you press those bushings out and put in some Atro bushings and bolt it back up, and everything will be hunky dory.
6: Yep. Do those do those low leaf springs ever have to be changed?
2: When they break.
6: Yeah. When they break. When they break. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's,
1: yeah,
2: there's a... oh, yeah, be careful of them. I mean, they do break. Yeah, they can break, but. <laughs> How, how
6: how old are they and how many miles they got on them? I bought the truck with 1.1 million miles on it and it's got 1.6 million on it now. Oh, hell, they all need to be replaced. Does the actual bushings, I know they do torque arms and stuff like that, but do they do the springs?
2: Yes, they do. And. The difference between an atro bushing and that and a conventional bushing is with the rubber and the conventional bushing they don't rotate and it causes a rougher ride. The atro bushing the pin rotates and so it's a smoother ride
6: okay now i' uh to a different little different question. I just replaced the front springs on the truck, yep, and it had it had grease fittings on the, the if you will the shackle bolts, sure this. They don't have
2: it now right is, they that, replaced be, them with is a, that
6: an issue
2: no they replaced them with a rubber bushing instead of a, a greasable bushing now
3: right.
2: and it's the new design everybody's putting in because they're lower maintenance but it is. <coughs> i don't think they ride as good but that's just me
6: now the truck was pretty well hammered as it was so there you go all right sir all right thank Very good, you much buddy. for your time and you have thank a great all day for what you do you too
2: Glad to do it Alright, bye-bye to do it Okay, uh, we got somebody else snuck in here Yeah, 559 five, 559? Five, five, nine. That's going to be Oregon or something Close, California Cal- Hey We
1: California. haven't
2: talked to California today This is the last call Let's do a California
0: Hello, California
2: oh, I don't see Hello Hello I'm sorry, I can't understand you, sir.
3: sir.
2: Well, folks, it's been an interesting evening. Y'all have yourselves a good day. We will try and catch you next Sunday night.
1: Yeah, Yeah, please call back Sunday night. I know you, you know
2: the guy from California.
1: And yep. Also, look at, if you have anything to, good to say about us, look us up on Google, Google or and Facebook. give us a rating.
2: We appreciate the ratings.
1: And uh, if you have something
2: bad to say, don't it talk to, to, to us. If <laughs> you have something bad to say, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All, right. All right. Okay, folks. Next Sunday. Bye.